Thank you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast, and thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture, and these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Today, I welcome Faith Vanderhorst, school board president from the school district of Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. Faith has been a leader on the board, helping the school district of Menominee Falls travel the good to great journey. Her leadership significantly contributes to the success of the district. Welcome to our show, Faith. So glad to have you with great. us. Well, thank you for having me. It's, uh, we've had an opportunity to know each other for years, several years, and um, I've just really enjoyed the opportunity to watch you do the work that you do on the board and serve in your community and uh, just really appreciate the opportunity to have you here as a board president. We've we've not had a board president on our show <laughs> before, so this would be a first for us. So thank you for being here. So let's start out with, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, you know, and why you ran for the board. Okay. Well, I was uh, born and raised in Ohio, Cincinnati, um, went to college at Miami University, uh, lived in Ohio most of my adult life, and then was uh, transferred, my husband was transferred up to Milwaukee, and that's how I wound up in Menominee Falls. Uh, my degree is in public accounting, although I haven't practiced in 25 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I took time yeah. off to raise my kids. Uh, I got into the school board because I started off in Cincinnati when my kids were young as the treasurer for the PTA, and then from treasurer I went to president, well then we moved, so I started over, I was treasurer in the PTA and president in the PTA um, in Menominee Falls. And the next step, my mom always raised us be part of the solution. And you know, if you're gonna complain, do something about it. So I got on the board to help our, uh, it was a good school district, but they didn't have goals and aims and a, a way to get to being great. Yeah. So that, I, that was my plan, was to help them with that. Yeah, and it was evident years ago when I first met you, it was evident that you had that great um, determination and passion to help the school district. I don't, I don't know if I've ever mentioned to you, but my mom took a, a, the same type of path that you took. You know, she was uh, involved in the PTA and eventually became the business partnership and volunteer coordinator for the local school district here where we live. Um, and my grandfather served on the school board for eight years here in Escambia oh, County, know that. Florida. I didn't think that you did. So, but we have some common, uh, you know, just common connections, and uh, it, education is in the blood, and and really trying to make a difference for our students and for the lives that they're going to live. So, um, let's turn a little bit to when working with a, a superintendent. You know, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about the board and the superintendent Absolutely. relationship and. What's most important for superintendents to understand to have the greatest opportunity to be successful when they're working with boards and people like you? Sure. Um, I've had the opportunity now to be with three different superintendents. Um, uh, the last one just came in and has only been there a year, so not to make it look, sound like there's a lot. Uh, I think one of the revelations that we kind of came up, bumped into last week actually as we were reviewing our metrics is that the board sees the numbers from the perspective of the community and how an, somebody that's not in the trenches day to day sees the numbers. Although we understand all the numbers and everything's pushed at us, we completely are uh, involved. But a superintendent needs to realize that even though we all know there's great things going on underneath the surface, if it hasn't bubbled up to that number that uh, the public's looking for as far as achievement, then the public doesn't see it. Yeah. And they don't hear it and they don't hear all the background noise what they hear is, oh, you didn't hit your number. 
And so yeah. that's, I think, the, the key in our conversation from last week is we can appreciate all the work that you do and all the staff and all the planning, but it, ultimately, from the public's perspective, it boils down to the, what's the number? That's are, right. Are the kids proficient or not? Yeah, did they hit the goal? Are our kids doing, I mean, can, when we look at how our kids compare to others or yes. the surrounding districts, right? So, you know, that's when um, when I'm working with superintendents and boards, one of the things I find myself saying is when you're a superintendent, you're expecting the board to work alongside you with your staff, and the board is accountable to the community. Right. So it's also a superintendent's job to help the board become successful in the community and the super and the board to help the superintendent become successful. Right. Does that make sense? It's, it's absolutely it's an absolute partnership. And uh, what we recommend is that the the superintendent spend time with each board member. Uh, we work at, from the philosophy of committees. So we like hit personnel and finance and all the other ones that make the board run. So we, we ask that he spend time getting to know the chairs of those committees first and what their expectations are from that committee. That also helps build all the scorecards and all the, the goals for the year and, and the expectation. And, and what we set for him, we have the scorecards that all flow together, but then we also give him or her mm -hmm. special projects and that nothing comes as a surprise. Right, and you can show the interconnections of those projects or the goals, so it doesn't feel like there's just a thousand things, right, right. coming down. <laughs> um, so if you could give superintendents one piece of advice about building relationships with boards, you know, what would it be? I would be schedule regular check-ins with your board president uh, to help set the agenda, make sure everybody's on the same track, but then also set check-ins with the rest of your board and get to know them, especially if you have a board that is not functioning properly. Yeah. Uh, if, it's, if it's dysfunctional, you have too many different political views, too many different expectations, it's, it's important that he, has an, he or she has an individual relationship with each one. Yeah, and so when, when the superintendent, like if the superintendent is scheduling a meeting with you, you know, what's a good meeting look like, Faith? Well, a good, good meeting for me is if he comes with his agenda of things that he sees he needs to talk about, and if I come with my agenda and they happen to overlap a great deal, yeah. then we know that we're of one mind. Yeah, that's so, good. And the, and the closer you get to overlapping agendas, you know, the better you're going to be, absolutely. right? And that's what you're striving for. That's great <laughs> advice. Um, so how do the goals and measures help build relationships with boards and superintendents? You talked about that a few minutes ago in terms of the scorecard and the goals and measures, but how can those measures, those common goals, help build better relationships? Well, what it can do, as I gave this some thought, was that it keeps the superintendent from chasing after the one-issue board member. You know, somebody got on the board, I'm going to fix the band, or I'm going to fix this. And that's all they focus on, you know. And if that's not what the whole board has put on for your goals and measures, then, yeah, that's a nice thing to have, and I'll put this over here for discussion points for the rest of the group. But here's what you all told me were yeah. my goals. Yeah, that's um, one of the common complaints that we hear from leaders and executive team is, you know, the board, that there's so many different directions that the board wants to go. And as you know, in the work that we've done together, you know, we use that scorecard tool as kind of the guiding foundation of not just what are the goals and metrics, but how do we use that as a common communication tool, Right. you know, an alignment tool and how we align all that we do. 
So I think Menominee Falls has really done a good job with building the scorecard and alignment. Is that your perception from a board perspective? Absolutely. It, it flows completely. We, you know, we set his and then it flows directly down into all the buildings. And um, for the first time, we actually had a building that didn't make their scorecard and they're learning how yeah. uncomfortable that is. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's not bad though, right? No, it's not. It's yeah. not. That it, it just redirects. They know that they have some issues and whether they're, they're learning opportunities. That's right. And, you know, we t tend to talk about this. It's an improvement cycle. It's mm -hmm. a way that they were, were um, and as you know, from being in business, you're going to, you're going to continue, you're going to go up to a certain extent and sometimes you're going to hit a decline and it's, it's what you do during those declining moments that really make exactly. or break you is that you know that's, that's exactly right you know sometimes that's difficult for educators to understand because they you know they're they're teachers and want to achieve all the time <laughs> is that what you find there well it's that and the community has a hard time especially if you have a community full of business, successful business people our children aren't widgets you know it's not like go out and fix it or buy a better widget you know they all learn differently yeah great point and that's all part of you know the things that we do include in our um, goals and aims and, and um, our scorecards is how to deal with the different pieces of uh, the learning styles yeah. of the students. Great point. That's great. And, and that just being able to communicate that in multiple ways to the community becomes, I know, a big part of, of your job and what Absolutely. you do. <laughs> and you do it really well, Faith. Um, when we focus our work with organizations using improvement, as we talked about, it's an, an improvement framework and a mindset. You know, what does that mean to boards? For our board, it's it's extremely helpful. I mean, my, I spent my last years of when I was working, I worked for GE, and Jack Welsh was the president and, and CEO at the time, and his philosophy was, you know, go out and find out what everybody else is doing if they're doing a good job, and, and you know, if it, we're not one or two in the business, we're out. You know, so that's kind of, we, we take a little bit of that philosophy and that benchmark. We do a lot of benchmarking. What's everybody else doing, especially the school districts that are really, really successful? You know, what can we do to clone that or to make it our own? Um, so that's a big part of, of our work from the perspective of continuous improvement. Yeah. Um, we also expect, though, that we've since we've trained a lot of our people in the different, uh, you know, black belts and Lean Six Sigma and, and the Studer way, mm -hmm. that um, we expect them to implement those tools uh, when they bump into a problem or something that needs to be changed. Yeah. And we encourage our staff and, and even, like, if you ever hear me give my opening day speech, I always encourage the staff to try and fail small. You know, mm -hmm. so try it in your classroom. If it works there, try it in the, your classroom and your teacher next door. And then if we uh, then see success across the board with that, then we'll, we'll push it out to the greater body. Yeah, so lucky. The school district's so lucky to have a board chair like you and a board that has that mindset, we need to we need to help boards have more of a mindset like that because I think we'd find our schools and our leaders getting better and better. So just Absolutely. appreciate what you're saying there. Thank so you. let's end um, let, let's end today with you know, think about one of the biggest accomplishments in the school district of Menominee Falls that the superintendent and the board has mm -hmm. been proud of. What what do you think that would be? Well, I actually did speak with Corey this morning about that, just to ask him what his thoughts were. And since he's only been on the superintendent for a year, um, if I go back past him, I think one of our biggest achievements is we, around 2010, we had been um, deemed a school district, uh, the high school almost a failure. Mm -hmm. And that was only because we weren't hitting the national marks for how our special needs kids were doing. 
Well, now nine years fast forward, we are actually on the list of U.S. News and World Reports uh, outstanding high schools. Our AP scores are you know, off the charts. We've got kids taking all these tests. So that, to me, is one of our biggest successes. We totally turn the high school around. Um, in Corey's time, in the limited time that we've had, he feels that the biggest success that he's had is just acclimating all of his staff so that they're all feeling as one and everybody's pitching in so that not everybody's carrying the burden yeah. um, across the, the district. So that's a big move too. Yeah, you know, and so significant with a school district that where you all have been on the good to great journey, you had a superintendent transition in the past year, year and a half, and you're continuing that journey and you have have a superintendent who's been part of a succession plan, you know, who's been Absolutely. able to carry that torch. Uh, that speaks very highly of the district, but it speaks very highly of the board for coming together and really providing the support to the leadership mm -hmm. and working alongside the, the leaders to help that occur because you're not missing a beat now, right. you know? I mean, it's, it's that natural cycle of improvement, but you're not missing a beat in order to continue to improve and to continue to be excellent. Right. So I just congratulate you and the board, your leadership, you've been, a, been I, I've not seen another board chair that's done the type of work that you've done, well, Faith. Thank you. And I just really appreciate the service that you're providing to our schools. So thank you for being with me here today. Well, I've enjoyed it, thank you. Good. All right. As you all start your week, Reflect on one thing you learned from faith today and then turn that one thing into action. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you next week as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.